0: The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or CELA Media Group.
1: Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick
2: Phillips. Good evening, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another edition of The Advocate. Thank you for joining us this Sunday evening. Uh, Tonight, in our first two segments, we're going to be getting an update on the Ohio legislature from... State Representative Dave Greenspan, who is so kind to join us on a monthly basis, Dave, thank you for being with us tonight.
3: Well, thanks. I appreciate the opportunity to be on again as usual.
2: And uh, when we say as usual, you know, I'm, I'm thinking these months again are rolling by way too quickly. Uh, this right. is this is the time of the year when it's summertime. I would like the time to slow down so we can enjoy about six to eight months of summer. But uh, we're not going to do it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Columbus, uh, tell us what what's been going on in Columbus uh, now that we're approaching the summer and and what's happened since we talked last.
3: Well, in the last month, it's actually been very very active down here. Um, We did elect a new speaker of the house, um, uh, Speaker Ryan Smith at a Gallup Police, is now is now the speaker. He was elected a few weeks ago, and I know that that's happened since we talked last. Um, You know, if you recall. Uh, Speaker Rosenberger resigned in mid-April, which left a speaker vacancy which we were able to fill um, a few weeks ago and so we're back uh, in operation. We missed uh, three session days during the period that we uh, did not have a speaker but we've clearly made either made up or will be making up I'm not sure of the bill count um, for any time that was lost and since, since the new speaker we've had two sessions and in each of the sessions we've passed Uh, over 20 bills in each session and there's a session coming up this wednesday where the agenda is going to be is going to be very uh, busy as well not for the sake of passing bills but um but there's some issues obviously that we need to address in the state and uh, on wednesday both the house and senate will be in session at the same time and so the house will be passing its bills the senate will be passing its bills and because the two are in session at the same time and um and uh, we'll be able to pass bills uh, back and forth between the chambers, meaning the bills will be in concurrence. Uh, which fundamentally means that one chamber passes a bill with amendments in it, uh, that bill then has to go to the other chamber for them to agree that uh, with the amendments that were made since it left their chamber. And that's called a, a bill or bills that are in concurrence. Uh, once the bills are approved, then uh, they go right to the go- they go to the governor's desk. So we've been told the next Wednesday uh, or this Wednesday coming up will be a, a busy session day as it relates to not only moving bills uh, but also uh, concurrence votes on bills coming back from the other chamber. Uh, so uh, things are things are busy
2: here. Sounds um, like it. As us laymen out here, uh, over the next several weeks, then I guess we can anticipate a number of new laws being passed, uh, and we'll have to keep our eyes correct. open and hear what they are.
3: Correct, correct. We had, we had session this past Wednesday, and I had um, four pieces of legislation uh, voted out of the, out of the House uh, in different, form, different, different stages. So we had two bills, um, House Bill 531, which was a sports commission funding bill uh, that passed the House. Uh, we can talk about that in a minute. Uh, I also had um, another bill uh, that was passed out, which pertains to county boards of revision, uh, that bill passed the House. Both those bills are going over to the Senate uh, for them to to start their deliberative process. Uh, if you remember, I did we did pass out of the House um, a, a a stop bullying license plate bill, which I sponsored, which provides funding for anti bullying uh, prevention programming or anti bullying uh, programming. And that bill was amended into a Senate bill. So this is where we talk about concurrence votes and things going on. So. Here's an interest, interesting situation that happens. So not every bill that is passed by one chamber goes over to the other chamber uh, immediately. So this bill or I'm sorry, it does go over immediately but might not be taken up right away. So there was a Senate bill that came over that a number of House bills that had passed our chamber were sent to the Senate but waiting for final disposition in the other chamber um, were put into an omnibus bill, uh, which happened to be... Senate Bill 86, we then amended Senate Bill 86 to put into it a number of these license plates, some road namings, and some other bills. That bill then is going back to the Senate, where they will concur and say, yes, we agree with the amendments that you made in your chamber. From there, it then goes to the governor. So that's one example of, of it working from our chamber to theirs. We had a bill, House Bill 111, which left our chamber. The Senate then made amendments in it and then it came to us to agree to their amendments, which we did. And, and I had a piece of legislation that actually is impactful to Northeast Ohio because the amendment, actually I had it drafted. I had a small part in. I had the amendment drafted. Senator Dolan and Senator Eklund are the ones that, that had it, um, amended into House Bill 111. But what the amendment does is that it gives county charter hospitals the ability to not only operate in the in the county in which they are domiciled but also in adjacent counties. And so what we're seeing here in northeast Ohio, especially down in Summit and Medina counties, we've had hospital systems uh, leave the local community and have left a, a health care void uh, in those communities and what this bill will allow the county charter hospitals such as Metro Health to do is to go and operate uh, in those counties and fill that void um, prior to this house bill 111 and the amendment being inserted, uh, for health was only allowed to operate in Cuyahoga County. And so what this will do is provide those folks in those counties with the greater opportunity to receive healthcare, have access to healthcare. So that, that's an amendment that, that I had drafted Senator stolen and Eklid had it had amended into the bill, um, that I was involved in and take great, great, uh, pride and pleasure in that, um, One of the other bills that I and I just I touched on um, early was House Bill 361, which expands the time in which county boards of revisions have to hear uh, to be compliant in hearing cases uh, for property tax appeals. Right, I remember that. Yeah, the current law is that they have 90 days to hear the case, and the challenge is, especially in larger counties, but we found in smaller counties as well, the um, the caseload is overwhelming. In Cuyahoga County, every three years, you know the county will receive thousands of, of requests for their property taxes
4: to be adjusted. But with the limited staff and resources, the county
3: was it was, was always challenged in being compliant with meeting that ninety-day provision. So with this, and we found the same to be true in smaller counties. Counties sometimes would get two or three hundred complaints, but their boards of revision were only was only one, and they were just one board of three people. So it was; very, they were very challenged in getting it done, and they were just getting them done basically whenever they could. What this bill does it gives it expands it from ninety to 100, 180 days, and in no way is it my belief. And I served on the county board of revisions, uh, the statutory board, for a number of years, and not once did I ever hear Shelley Davis, who was the administrator, complain that they weren't that if they had more time they could drag out the process. The expectation of having more time was just to be legally compliant with the law. And so that bill passed um, passed out, uh, and I'll pull the vote up right here, that bill passed out by a vote of 89 to 2. So uh, we hope to have success in the Senate with that bill and, uh, and, and have that
2: become law. Uh, it's good to hear that uh, progress is being made on these laws and that there is uh, cooperation. You know, we hear so much about tribalism and how we have the Republicans and Democrats, but... Uh, sounds like in some of these cases you're talking about everybody's on board. Get it done. Move along.
3: Well, and and, and not that I keep track, but I do keep track of of um, my bills and what the vote totals are and so forth. And and I have I'm looking right now at a spreadsheet, and I have I have had uh, twelve bills that have left the House and gone to the Senate. One has become law, and of those twelve bills, I have almost a ninety-five percent acceptance rate, meaning of all the bills and the votes that could be tallied 95% of the members have supported the legislation that I've introduced. And so, um, it, it, and and that's pretty standard. It's pretty standard where you find that, that we agree on most pieces of legislation and the disagreements, although they may be ideologically very deep. Um, those, those issues are are few and far between at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and, you know, we're on we're we're in the 700s on the bill count right now that have, that have been introduced
2: for this you, for this year
3: for this general assembly since oh. January of last year. Oh, Okay. Um, and the Senate, I'm not sure where they are in, in their bill count, but we, we all, we've only had a fraction of those bills actually make it to the floor, and we don't have a clearinghouse process here in the Senate where before you introduce or in the House before you introduce a bill, you have to get approval to do so. Every member has the ability to introduce whatever legislation they want. And my point to that is is a lot of legislation. I don't know what the percentage is because it, it changes every General Assembly. But a large portion, I think it's probably safe to say 70% or so of the legislation that's drafted, that you read about in the newspapers, uh, 70% will never make it to the floor. And so, so it's just kind of how
2: the process works, right? Well, yeah, well, it's good and that I, the process is working. You now we're going to be taking a short break. We're talking to Ohio State Representative Dave Greenspan, who's giving us his monthly update on what's going on in Columbus. We're going to take a short break. I'd like you to come back and listen to us and uh, pay attention to what Dave has to say because, uh, summertime or not, things are still happening in Columbus. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these words. Don't go away.
5: You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body, and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what is expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it is up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips and Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips and Millie at 440 243 2800.
4: Hi, I'm Pat Lamb. Select Insurance Services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree. Insurance is confusing, but at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do-it-yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440-237-8555, or check us out at Select. INSService.com, 440-237-8555, or select INSService.com.
2: Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle.
6: Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs. 50 cards, 50 questions. Hello, Mark Bush, for just a conversation with you. Learn more about your loved ones by having the talk of a lifetime at your next family gathering. The deck of cards is offered free by Bush Funeral and Crematory Services. Request a deck of cards at bushcares.com backslash cards. 50 cards, 50 questions that will help you learn more about your loved ones. At Bush, we help families share memories.
7: More than just a dentist, Dr. Carl Hedgy provides dental treatments for occlusions, TMJ problems, and for aesthetic rehabilitation. In dental practice for over 30 years, Dr. Hedgy has provided state-of-the-art dental treatment for all of his patients. Dr. Carl Hedgy is skilled at treating and resolving complicated dental problems. Located across from the North Royalton High School, call Dr. Hedgy's office for an appointment or visit his website at drhedgy.com. That's Dr. Carl Hedgy, H-E-G-Y-I at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care.
8: Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips & Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips & Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone
9: 440-243-2800. Welcome
2: back. Cleveland, Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. Tonight we're talking to Ohio Representative Dave Greenspan, who's giving us his monthly update on what's going on in Columbus, Ohio. So Dave, uh, thank you again for joining us. Great. Thank you again. Uh, we're talking about the... Uh, the volume of legislation that's passing through the legislature is this about what it's always been or is this some type of increase in the um, in the numbers are we seeing a trend here that more laws are are being processed
3: no no from, from what i understand that we can expect you know somewhere around this number and i think it's probably trending correctly you're, you're going to see a start i give you an example i'm not introducing any more legislation at this point i have I've introduced 16 pieces of legislation and um, and 15 of them are moving um, so my focus right now on the rest of the year is, is to get these in the rest of this General Assembly is to get these done um, so you'll probably start to see it taper off at this point because it, it becomes very challenging when you think about the process in both chambers with the amount of time we have left to get to get legislation done um, I'm looking here at a report I have and, and an average for my bills in the House is four hearings, and those aren't necessarily back-to-back weeks. So, four hearings, and then in the Senate, we tip, we're averaging about the same. So, if you can imagine, it takes it takes you know four hearings in one chamber, vote at a committee, then you have to you know get it put on onto the House floor, then you start all over again in the in the other chamber. You've got four hearings or so get it voted out of committee, put it on the Senate floor, and then if you've got to have concurrence, it comes back again for, for concurrence. I mean, it's it's a very it's a, it's a lengthy process, which it should be. And so the, the calendar effectively is running out on, on session days and on committee time to sufficiently have the bills heard in both chambers.
2: You know, in the past we talked about your bullying, your anti-bullying statute. Yeah. How's that coming along? What's the status?
3: Yep, yeah, so that bill is in the Senate right now, uh, in, in Senate education. Uh, we've, I've spent some time with, uh, Senator Lehner, uh, and, uh, Senator Manning, Gail Manning, uh, out of Lorraine. And, uh, uh, Senator Lehner's the chair and Senator Manning's vice chair of the committee. And we've been working through some of the challenges that the Senate has with the bill. And, uh, we've proposed a few amendments and we're hoping that those amendments are suggested, are, are accepted. It doesn't change the ultimate you know, objective of the bill, but once again, it's part of the process. So we're working through that. Uh, so that bill then would have to come back for us to concur on the bill. But um, but we're getting good good indications on the Senate that, that this is something that they're interested in. Senators uh, Lehner and Manning have introduced a kindergarten through third grade um, piece of legislation dealing with with anti-bullying, and that's why our bill is four through twelve to kind of coincide and to partner up. Theoretically, with the two bills, um, because the approaches on how you deal with with K through three is different than how you deal with four through twelve. So, the two bills, although deal with the same subject matter, they deal with them in slightly different ways. So that bill, we believe, and we hope, is uh, will be moving uh, through the Senate um, here in the fall. Um, so that's still looking bill, yes?
2: still looking like it's on track.
3: It looks like I'm not hearing any indications that that it is not moving. Uh, And the fact that the chair and vice chair and and myself are working together uh, to impact, uh, to have a meaningful impact on the bill is encouraging.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You were going to say there's another bill you're working on?
3: Yeah, so a bill that just actually came out uh, this past week from the House uh, to the Senate is is a sports, what I can refer to as a sports event, pay for success program that provides funding on a reimbursement basis for organizations and these are, are nonprofits and political subdivisions, so like Cuyahoga County is an example, or the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission, would be reimbursed for qualified expenses. And the bill defines what are qualified expenses if the organization is successful in attracting a major sporting event uh, to the state of Ohio. So um, the way the, the, the funding would come to pay for these expenses would be, and this is where the pay for success concept comes in, would come out of any incremental sales tax growth from the event itself. Uh, so, so how would that work? So, right now, as you know, Northeast Ohio and and, and uh, between Canton and Cleveland are working on landing the 2020 NFL Draft. Which, by the way, a lot of people don't know this. It's the NFL's second largest event after the Super Bowl. Hmm. So, it's a big event. It's a big deal, and it's also the anniversary. Of Um, and that's why they want to host it down in canton uh in 2020 well that event costs a lot of money to put on and to to first of all to attract it to come here and then to put on the event um and so these organizations typically will apply into the state for state reimbursement for some of these but the predictability of that of that money is dependent upon the biennial operating budget and oftentimes these events take four to five six years in um in in preparation in order to to qualify for the event and so on the applications a lot of these organizations will ask well do you have state support for your financial support for your project and 33 other states have bills similar to the one we just passed out of the house which will allow them to answer to that question yes right now it's kind of a tap dance because it's believed that the state will in three or four years uh, provide funding to reimburse for these expenses, but it's not. There's no commitment. This bill will give that predictability and that commitment. Will, that commitment will be there. And what happens is, is based on the incremental sales tax growth related to the event. Half of that would go into the state general fund, just as it normally does. The other half would be eligible for reimbursement. So, if an event draws a million dollars worth of sales, incremental sales tax growth as a result of being in the community half of that half million dollars is available for qualified reimbursable expenses. If the organization, let's say only has $300,000 worth of expenses, then the other, the remaining $200,000 goes back into the general fund. If the event organizers have $600,000 more money than, than was realized, well then that risk is on them and they would lose that $100,000 that was just not generated Mm -hmm. from the event. Mm -hmm. The state in no way is out any money. Um, in advance, or as a result of excess expenses, because the amount of exposure is limited uh, in the bill. So, um, so
2: the group that's going so we, to come up with this is going to have to make the initial layout of money, and hope to get the reimbursement later. Correct. Yeah, correct. So.
3: Well, let, let's say that 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 you know, right now we're trying to get the 2020 uh, NFL draft. If for some reason we were unsuccessful in doing that, and I'm hoping we're not, and this bill is intended to help us. But if we're not, well. Dave Gilbert and his group, they've already outlaid cash in anticipation, and and it takes money to put the bids together and to be successful. Oftentimes it's travel and materials, you know, to go to New York City as an example and present your case, just like Cleveland did for the RNC. Uh, You know, there were years, there was years of preparation in getting ready to just submit the bid and let alone put the the packaging and the research and and the other expenses Mm -hmm, together. Uh, all in the hope that you get it and if you don't get it you're basically out of uh, not eligible for reimbursement This bill has the same purview, same concept behind it if you're unsuccessful in getting the event Then that money that you've outlayed is not reimbursable uh, And that's why when I refer to this as a pay-for-success program If you're successful in getting the event the event garners enough incremental sales tax growth that half of it will cover your expenses then then, it, then, the bill,
1: as intended, has worked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're unsuccessful in getting it, you don't get any money. I understand And if you
3: that, yeah. exceed whatever the revenue is, that's a risk that, that, that the organizations
2: bear. And, and the last minute or so uh, is with regard to all of these uh, initiatives and legislations and regulatory changes mm-hmm. that increase uh, the the likelihood of being economically successful here in Ohio. Now, how are we doing so far with revenues for uh, the current uh, Cycle.
3: No, that, that's that's great. That's a, a, a great, great question. And, and Monday, uh, I was with the governor in Jobs, Ohio, and I don't know if you saw the press release, but but since the governor's been in office, the state has realized over five hundred twenty thousand uh, newly created private sector jobs, which which has equated into a, uh, you know and is participating and is or a, a benefit of a, an economy that's growing. And the governor said in the next couple of days or next week or so that there will be an announcement as to uh, where the state's um, um, sales tax collections, and which is obviously an indication of the economy, uh, where they are. And he alluded to the fact that, that it looked promising, and, and his statement was something to the effect that he expects to see an increase in the rainy day fund as a result of, of, uh, of uh, good economic times here in Ohio. Well, so I don't have any definitive numbers for you. Right. I can only tell you an indication from the governor's office is, and from the
10: governor directly that things are moving in the right direction. The
2: winds are blowing in a fair direction at this point. As goes the national economy and the state economy, sounds like things are going well. Uh, we're, we're about out of time with uh, Representative Greenspan. Uh, Dave, as always, thank you so much for sharing and bringing us up to date as to what's going on in Columbus. Sure.
3: Well, thank you, and I wish you and, and you, all your listeners a uh, uh, Happy Fourth of July, and, and we'll
2: talk next month. Oh, very good. Well, everybody, well, you especially and your family have a very safe uh, summer and Fourth of July holiday, and uh, we'll be talking to you in July. So have a Okay, great, great. great. Thanks for your help, and thanks for joining us. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back after these words. Don't go away. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, the Advocate. Mm-hmm.
4: I'm Pat Lamb. Select insurance services is a family-run business and your personal shopper for auto, home, and business insurance. Plus, I'm Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider. I think you'll agree. Insurance is confusing. But at the same time, it's very important to your financial security. We believe insurance should be secured through a professional. Why? Because one wrong click in the do-it-yourself plan could cost you everything. Our approach stands out because we ask the right questions, listen to your personal situation, and share our knowledge to close potential coverage gaps. This is an experience a do it yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today, 440 237 8555, or check us out at selectinservice.com 440 237 8555,
2: or selectinsservice.com. Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of the Pat Lam and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lam at Select Insurance for your insurance needs.
5: You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body, and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what is expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it is up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips & Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips & Millie at 440-243-2800.
9: How's your back? Every day, thousands of people suffer with unrelenting back pain that takes time from their normal life. Dr. Patrick McCluskey and his staff at the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic provide the helping hands to relieve those nagging pains. Located in North Royalton at Sprague and York Roads, schedule an appointment today with the Timber Ridge Neck and Back Pain Clinic by calling 440-884-0083 for an appointment. That's 440-884-0083. Just imagine being neck and back pain
4: free.
7: at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care.
8: Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips & Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips & Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone
2: 440-243-2800. Welcome back Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. In the next two segments, we're going to be talking about something that if we are average Americans, we have to deal with on an annual basis. What is that? Well, the United States Department of Agriculture says that each American consumes a large amount of sugar each year, and I'm I'm reading the note here that says the average American consumes between 150 and 170 pounds of refined sugar every year. Uh, To tell us about this is Dr. Julie Gatza. Dr. Gatza, how are you tonight, and thank you for joining us.
10: Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm good.
2: Uh, humans can actually eat 170 pounds of sugar and live.
10: <laughs> Every year.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. But if it's true, uh, why are we doing this to ourselves? <laughs> it just—I uh, picture one pound. You know. Well, actually, if you go to the store and you go to the the, the aisle that has sugar in it, you can, they sell it in five-pound bags.
3: <laughs> that,
2: that gives you a good idea oh. of, of what five pounds of sugar looks like, and that looks like a lot. Uh, how is it that we're we're at that place where we're eating 150 to 170 pounds of sugar a year?
10: Well, I think it's insidiously, uh, year after year, been just pushed into our diet that, you know, we don't even realize that that's, you know, what we've evolved into. Um, If you think about how fast our lives are and the choices that we make and what we consume – you know, it's basically fast food, it's quick meals, it's microwave stuff, it's, you know, quick pickups, and um, it's not real food anymore. And uh, one of the things that, you know, we've said to our patients for years is there's food and then there's unfood. And unfood would be like, you know, a, a good food would be a piece of fish. It has healthy fats and minerals and enzymes and proteins and, you know, no sugar to it. And then you take something like a box of french fries, which has sugars and unhealthy fats and no enzymes and no minerals and really no protein. And when you start to take a look at all the unfood we consume, a tremendous amount of it has sugar and basically no nutrition in it. So our bodies are craving um, nutrients and things to replenish our systems, but when we're not getting it, sugar will suffice even if it's short term to make us feel better.
2: You know, in our law practice over the years, we've seen uh, people with diabetes, and if you let your sugar control go out of control and, and you let diabetes just uh, develop into uh, the excessive stages where it can go, it, it just affects all the body parts, uh, the heart, uh, the your weight, uh, the, the other basic organs of the body, and... Um, When I see 150 to 170 pounds of sugar, it seems like everybody should be diabetic. I'm I'm wondering, are the diabetic rates going up in this country?
10: Tremendously. It's one of the specialties in my practice, and I, I lecture all winter long to the snowbirds here in Florida, and we have a room packed of people who do not know how to correct their diabetes, and we've successfully done it, and it's not just eliminate sugar. It's eliminate the foods that are causing that sort of a response as well, that you wouldn't think that it is a sugar, but, you know, refined carbohydrates and different things like that also can affect this. So when we really get this pared down to what the problem is, their uh, numbers come soaring down because they're actually handling the problem, not just eliminating sugars.
2: Well, while talking about other than sugars, you think of like the sodas, uh, like Coke and Pepsi, uh, not the diet stuff, but the loaded stuff, uh, the uh, the sugars that are in there—a twelve-ounce can uh, around five teaspoons of sugar, something like that.
10: Wow, it's uh, just—I mean, it's, it's tremendous. Lo- it's I line. always look at it this way, and I'll say this to my uh, to my older crowd: I'll say, w- "Would your grandparents be proud of what you ate this week?" And every one of them stops and looks, and you know, grimaces and giggles. And uh, basically, every single week, they're eating like children that have no real, you know, parenting control. But the way that their parents were raised was three meals a day, and you ate protein each meal, and, you know, you didn't snack in between, you didn't have a huge Starbucks to, you know, start your day and forget breakfast, and you weren't eating Pop-Tarts and weird things in between and bars instead of meals, and, uh, you know, the body and people haven't changed, but certainly the way that we've been taught
2: to eat has changed. Well you, well you mentioned older crowd, uh you know people who make it to be part of the older crowd have been at least somewhat successful in uh, in getting through life and diet and and everything to some degree where uh they're they're not uh, and haven't been totally reckless in in their behavior as far as eating and managing their body. So as people are aging, and uh, they they start becoming more concerned, if not obsessed, about their health for purposes of they want to stay living healthy. Uh, is it ever too late for people to start uh, changing their their diet uh, practices?
4: No, if
10: you look at a body very uh, scientifically, it's just a bunch of cells. So if you actually change how those cells are operating, and you <clears throat> supply it with the proper nutrition, and you know knock out the stuff that's hurting it cells turn over so you can actually repair a body it actually likes to be working properly it's just it's a lot of work to keep it unhealthy and uh you know i always say to my patients like it or not you're causing this it's either something you're doing or something you're not doing and when we give them the tools to actually correct this it's amazing how much a body will change within a month's time so significantly that you can actually measure it it's not just you know my viewpoint telling them they're better
2: Well, we talked about processed sugars uh, and uh, knowingly consuming sugary things. But uh, I think you're talking about diet going beyond just uh, eating sugary things. And as you said that, it reminds me of uh, one time I took a look at a a bottle of grape juice. Grape juice, the the amount of sugar, uh, natural sugar in grape juice is tremendous. If you drank a 12-ounce glass of grape juice, you're going to be consuming Uh, tons of sugar, or not tons, actually many, many grams of sugar. And uh, I'm I'm wondering, is there any difference between eating processed sugar and then sugar like in, in fruit juice?
10: No, there's really not. And, you know, I mean, the amount of grapes it takes to make in grape juice is so much, you wouldn't ever sit down and eat that many grapes. Same thing with apple juice. And by the time it's gotten from the squeezing process to put it into the container to sit in the truck to put it in the grocery store and then finally at you, there's really no nutrition left. You're just drinking sugar. So eliminating all the juices from anyone's diet is absolutely correct. I mean, if you wanted to flavor your water, flavor it with natural, you know, lemon or lime or soak cucumbers in it overnight or put cranberries in it for the flavor. But, you know, these poor children that are given juices and, you know, it's something good for them. It's really just
2: a sham. You know, for people who decide they're going to uh, make a pledge to themselves to cut back seriously uh, and significantly on sugars, what kind of changes can they anticipate?
10: Uh, When they do that, let's just say, let's take a two-week period of time. Um, If they eat protein in the morning, the old, you know, eggs and bacon and sausage and, you know, real protein in the morning, uh, Afternoon, have some protein and some vegetables, and dinner do the same thing, and you know, make it so that you're actually full. You don't have to, you know, starve yourself. Uh, drinking water, knocking out the coffee, tea, the soda pops, the juices. Um, within a week's time, you're going to start to see less inflammation in the body, a bit more energy. You might suffer the, you know, first three or four days, but you won't suffer from hunger. You'll suffer from cravings that you're not supplying at this point, and. Uh, you'll start to see some weight change and your skin looks better and your eyes look more, you know, alive and you don't feel so draggy. And once you start to see this, it's, you know, it's kind of worthwhile to feel that way every day. So it's easier to get people to stick to it once they uh, get through the initial phase.
2: And, and what role does exercise play in this whole, whole formula? You know, I,
10: I, I always think diet before exercise. I know that sounds weird, but if you're an exhausted body, just trying to get your body out and, and move it's you don't have the metabolism working you don't have the system kicked on properly and you can force it but most people won't and can't so changing up the diet for a week or two and then just taking a 10-minute walk out and a 10-minute walk back totally fine every day at a minute and you know start to just get yourself on a on a very small grade of how to do this because uh you know Rome wasn't built in one day and mm-hmm. nobody wants to exercise that hasn't been in the past
2: <laughs> well I see uh, again I'm, I'm picturing the older crowd here uh, doing this and you said you're down in Florida and I forgot to ask where are you calling from in Florida uh, Clearwater Clearwater so the weather is always nice there and uh, a lot of snowbirds <laughs> come down there from uh, from Ohio up here down, down to Florida in the winter time
10: we and, have all the beautiful Midwest people I love the Midwest uh, northerners
2: really uh, pumps up your population down there in the wintertime doesn't
10: it It sure does and I must say I came from Chicago I find the Midwest the salt of the earth to use a you know a trite statement but boy oh boy are they wonderful people
2: well for all the people down there in Florida you have to come up here to the Great Lakes area during the summertime when it's uh, hot August down in Florida Uh, it's nice and cool uh, up here with those lake breezes We're, we're talking to Dr. Julie Gatza And we're talking about sugar cravings and uh, not only how destructive it can be, but how to get over it. We're going to be back in a few moments. You're listening to Nick Phillips here on WHK, The Advocate. Don't go away.
5: You didn't plan it this way. You spent your entire life being careful, protecting your body and staying healthy when the carelessness of another changes your life forever. You need to know what is expected of you to prove your claim. You further have been changed forever. Know it is up to you to make your case. The lawyers at Phillips & Millie together have over 80 years of experience. If you have a case or think you may, call the law firm of Phillips & Millie at 440-243-2800. Hi, I'm
4: Pat Lamb. experience a do it yourself plan can't provide. Did you know there could be a coverage gap when you drive someone else's car? So call us today 440-237-8555 or check us out at select selectinsservice.com, 440-237-8555, or selectinsservice.com.
2: Hi, this is Nick Phillips, host of The Advocate. Pat Lamb and Select Insurance have been my insurance agents for years. Wonderful to work with and never a hassle. Call Pat Lamb at Select Insurance for your insurance needs
7: at 440-237-3338 for the very best in dental care.
8: Children, the product of a married couple who were once in love. Unfortunately, sometimes the marriage does not work and parents must get divorced. This is traumatic for the children as well as for the adults. The law firm of Phillips & Millie offers advice and representation in family law matters. Remember, your children are entitled to the utmost consideration when mom and dad have to part. Phillips and Millie, your local law firm on the west side of Middleburg Heights. Telephone 440 243 2800.
6: Hello, Mark Bush for GreaterThanHeroin.com. Our nation, our state, our county, and our local communities are in the midst of this crisis. It saddens us at Bush. We see firsthand the final outcome impacting families when overdose deaths occur. GreaterThanHeroin.com is a resource for everyone. Join us in our efforts. Email feedback at greaterthanheroine.com to help us defeat this crisis.
10: Welcome
2: back, Cleveland, Nick Phillips with our final segment of The Advocate for tonight. And again, as always, thank you for joining us. Tonight, we're attacking the sugar problem that uh, I think most of us seem to have. If we're part of the average American group that's eating between 150 and 170 pounds of refined sugar every year, uh, you got to listen in because there's uh, something we have to do about that, I suppose, before we shorten our lives unintentionally. We're talking to Dr. Julie Ka- uh, Gatza, uh, who's an expert on sugar and works with patients on that subject. Dr. Gatza, thank you for joining us.
10: Thanks for having me.
2: Well, my pleasure. Uh, yeah, the cravings. I mean, I'm still floored by the amount, the number of pounds that are consumed. Uh, but uh, in in your works, you talk about some other things. You you talk about a sugar craving, that uh, it's it's not just that we're lazy and we just like to taste the taste of sugar, but there may be some reasons why. We feel we have to have some sugar, and we have to have it now, just like one of the characters out of Willy Wonka, I think. Uh, so, <laughs> I want it now. What uh, Do we have cravings for sugars, or just laziness on our part, just sort of saying, oh, we want another candy bar or another soda or something? What's
10: going on? So well, it could on? have started off that way, but generally what can occur, and is much more common than people are even uh, aware of, is There is a naturally occurring yeast in the digestive tract, and it needs sugar to grow. If you've had uh, more sugar than you need, and you know, it's just been a bit unethical in your eating, or you've had surgeries or highly stressful events, um, what can happen is this naturally occurring yeast called candida uh, gets imbalanced because you're eating so much sugar, and um, antibiotic use can do this as well, and so one of the things that happens is this yeast needs uh, sugar to grow, and so the body keeps saying, yes, we need sugar, we need sugar. So it really, like you said, it's not just having a mindset week. It's a survival mechanism that your body is telling you you have to have sugars in basically any form. And I've seen over the years so many people that come in with a candida and a yeast overgrowth problem, and it's been such a complete... uh, very very hard situation to correct with them because there's never been a real solution until uh, until now.
8: Well,
2: well, let me ask you this: with regard to the yeast candida, is this something we all have, or is it only found in some people?
10: Candida is, um, occurs in everybody, and it should be uh, in balance with good bacteria in the body. But let's say, for instance, you've had a round of antibiotics. Those antibiotics wipe out not just the bacteria that's causing you to feel sickly, but it wipes out all the good bacteria. When that occurs, the yeast then has full uh, right to just continue to grow, and so it gets out of control and basically says, "You need sugar. You need sugar. You need sugar," because it can. And thus, you consume sugar and you know need all these different things in the day just to to survive properly.
2: You know, when we talk about uh, replenishing. Bacteria, the good bacteria, uh, probiotics. Uh, should we all be routinely taking probiotics, or is it something we should think about only after uh, we've had a course of antibiotics for some kind of infection? You know,
10: probiotics are never going to hurt you. They should be taken in between meals so that they don't um, uh, compete with the actual food, and it recolonates uh, what's happening in your body. And, you know, do you need them all the time? Some people would say yes, but you definitely need them if you've been on any any course of antibiotics, including children, and uh, if you've been to antibiotics over the years, mm-hmm. then for sure you want to continue to do that. But if you constantly need the probiotics, then there must be something else going on that's not—it's not getting handled. You
2: no, know, I throw out the term—the definition of probiotics.
10: A probiotics is basically uh, the good bacteria that uh, you know you can replenish into your system. So, you know, it's it's all the. The, uh, the good flora that the body needs.
2: Now, well, with regard to uh, candida, the, the yeast, uh, are there any signs or symptoms that we as normal human beings would would have that would alert us that we have uh, excess amounts of this, or, or how do we know about it? How do we know we even have a problem?
10: Well, there's tons of symptoms. Uh, the obvious one when we're talking about yeast is uh, the yeast infections, jock itch. Ah, uh, toenail fungus, athlete's foot; those are all yeast problems. But the ones that you're not so aware about is itchy feeling, rashes, uh, food cravings, obviously, digestive problems of all kinds. Has you know, that's a warning sign. Um, fatigue, brain fog, gassy. So there's just tremendous amount of signs and symptoms that says this is out of control.
2: Now, if if we have this. Um... How do we cut it back? How do we reduce the amount uh, so at least we can reduce those cravings? How do you do that? Just uh, cold turkey, uh, Say um, fight it, or what?
10: What I do with my patients is I used to have them do that, and it used to be quite a, a trial for them. Uh, I found a um, herb that's uh, naturally occurring in New Zealand from a plant called horopito, and the herb is called colorex, and colorex uh, is a... Uh, microflora, or it balances the microflora, and it kills the yeast colonies within a month of taking it. And I mean, we're talking years and years of problems with yeast patients. It's pretty much handled in one or two months. I've never seen anything like it. I used to put a bubble around my practice to not take in any more yeast patients because they took up so much time and they were not very rewarding. And now I'll I'll take any one of them with this with this product called Colarox. So it Mm-hmm. It recolonates what's needed. It kills the yeast and the cravings and stop with the proper diet. You can then replenish with what's, uh, what's been missing.
2: Any side effects to taking that herbal
10: supplement? None.
2: So and it, it doesn't do anything like cause people with uh, irregular heartbeats to have even more irregular heartbeats or any side <laughs> no. effects like that.
10: No, it basically just kills these yeast colonies. So it goes mm-hmm. in and you, I mean you can't even tell except for you start to feel better. Now you have a real chance to fix this problem. Do we
2: do we just oh, want to re- do we just want to reduce the yeast or do we want to eliminate it? What's
10: uh, we want to do? reduce the colonies that are out of control. There's always going to be yeast in the body, which is needed and it's the normal situation. But uh, when it gets out of control, that's when you start to see all those symptoms that you don't want.
2: Do you, do you have a website you want to direct us to where yes, we can a, read more about that?
10: sources.com is the website, and uh, you can learn all about this. Uh, you can also call a 1-800 number, which is one 800 uh, 827 Seven six five six, and if you use the code radio, you get twenty percent off your first order, or you can get some free samples.
2: Okay, so you can get you get some of this if if you can figure out you have this problem. Uh, but uh, if you start getting rid of this uh, this yeast, uh, then your cravings, you'll sense it will be diminishing, and you'll be able to deal with it on your own yes. after that.
10: And, you know, that's the whole purpose. And, yeah. you know, then you really do have to take an assessment of what are you doing that's also contributing to this. Why,
2: sure. What, what do you, I mean, uh, I think we all have a cupboard or a drawer in the house, usually in the kitchen area, <laughs> that has some stuff in it. And you know what I mean? Like uh, <laughs> candy bars, maybe cookies, or sweets, sugary junk food that the, uh, the naysayers call it.
10: <laughs> you got it. Uh,
2: what do we do about that stuff? can't eliminate it from your whole life.
10: Get rid of that to begin. I mean, mm-hmm. do it when you're not hungry. It's easier. And uh, you get rid of the sugary foods. Have protein instead. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you, uh, you know, boil some hard-boiled eggs and throw them in a, you know, a cooler or something so that you can eat, you know, an egg at some point in the day. Maybe some um, cut-up vegetables, almonds, things like that. Um, you eat smaller, frequent meals. You know, it's totally fine if you're hungry, eat, but eat protein first. And, uh, you know, take your time when you're trying to do this, but, you know, make a decision. Generally, within a week's time, you've got that habit in a bit better if you just make the choice.
2: Yeah, I think I read something you wrote about having five smaller meals are better than having three huge meals. Uh, We all know about going to the Italian restaurant at lunchtime with a big bowl of pasta, and by 2.30 we're all sleeping, I mean, kind of a thing.
10: That's right, and by three, you're reaching in your desk drawer for that bit of chocolate or having a coke or another coffee because you're you've so bottomed out your sugar that now you actually need to boost it up because you you' overconsumed.
2: Do you know me or something or what? <laughs> yeah, the three o'clock chocolate rush around here is always an issue, uh, but we exactly. try, try to resist it but uh but in, in any event. Well, I, I thank you for your time tonight because uh, this is always something that is. we know it's out there. I think uh, we know that we're eating sugar, we know that we eat a lot of it, and uh, we know that it can be bad for us, especially if it leads down the road for diabetic problems. So thank you so very much. One more time, real quick, what what's your uh, website for you?
10: It's naturesources.com, and the phone number is one 800 Uh, Sorry, I keep uh, losing that phone number. 827-7656. Use the code radio, and uh, it's uh, 20% off your uh, first order or some free samples. And just keep in mind, you know, this is just not a, a weakness. This is just something that's imbalanced in the body. So I don't care if you're an athlete or... you are know overweight person who's you know had lots of losses over the Mm -hmm. years but this is something that can truly be easily handled you just need some of the right tools
2: well let's uh, get our sugars under control let's have everybody listening lead a long and healthy life Dr. Gatza thank you so much for joining us
10: thanks Nick thank
2: you so very much and thank you for listening we'll be back next week same time same station so between now and then have a great week good night
10: and I sat
0: and watched the Zanzibar sunset. Sat and drank my fresh mint tea. With nothing to do until morning. And only my mind my company. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420, The Answer, or Salem Media Group.
4: Message and data rates may apply.
9: Warning. Texting while driving is illegal just about everywhere. So if you want to take advantage of a life-changing LASIK offer, pull over when you can because a special opportunity is just one text away. The LASIK Vision Institute is offering absolutely free consultations and dramatically low prices on high-quality LASIK. Text the keyword VALUE to 350350 to get the benefit of FDA-approved LASIK technology that gives the majority of patients 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Text to schedule your free consultation to see if LASIK is right for you. When you text VALUE to 350350, you'll also get an extra 20% discount off our already low-cost services. We've already performed over a million procedures. Today, it's your turn. Discover how you can get the quality LASIK experience you've always wanted for a fraction of what others charge. This great offer is just a text away. Text VALUE to 350350.
1: you could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-6511. one 700 6511
0: On Facebook, so are we. Visit our Facebook page by searching for AM1420, The Answer. If you watch or read the mainstream media much, you come away with a feeling that this White House and this president are complete failures. Yeah, well, the truth is much different. And if you listen to us, you'll hear that truth. The economy is clipping along at a healthy rate. Unemployment is down. Jobs are up. Illegal immigration has been slashed. If you really want to know what's going on, keep it right here. This is why we exist. You have questions, we have answers. AM 1420, The Answer. This is AM 1420, The Answer. WHK, Cleveland, a service of Salem Media Group. The NASDAQ at S-A-L-M.